little wine and tequila, we're a bad combination. All we feel together is a sick frustration. I got some rough edges and you're smooth and refined. We do all right apart, but we're terrible combined. We should have known better. Now it feels like hell. Red wine and tequila. Red wine and tequila, our very own Owen Temple kicking things off for us on SCI's Lone Star Outdoors show presented by Mossberg Firearms. I'm Cable Smith. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today. It is a pleasure, a treat, an honor to be here talking all things outdoors with you. So thanks for making time for us. Uh, We've got a good one lined up for you and i'll tell you all about it momentarily but first man whew, crazy stuff coming out of ontario canada have you all seen that they've essentially turned the entire province into a police state down here in texas our covid infection rate is the lowest it's been since like uh, what last april and we are out of lockdown but in communist canada yeah um my buddy michael hunter he owns the uh Antler Kitchen Bar and Restaurant in Toronto, he still isn't allowed to even serve people outside. Like, it's takeout only. A year later, people are vaccinated. And people that aren't vaccinated aren't scared anymore. Let's move on with our lives. But, yeah, their politicians are <laughs> they are telling them that the police can stop you on the street with no provocation at any time they want. They can pull you over in your car with no provocation at any time that they want. What? It's like 1984 all over again. Like George Orwell somehow could see into the future and know that it wasn't good. Meanwhile, um, we've got, well, uh, Bob Menendez, Democratic senator from Massachusetts, uh, sponsoring the HERE Act of 2021, Why is that important? Well, if you own a suppressor, guess what? If passed, this bill would give you 90 days to turn in your suppressor, or you'll be a felon. How about that? Meanwhile, if you look at the stats, mass shootings, less than 10% actually occur where a suppressor is used. Not to mention most of them that are used are acquired illegally because mass murderers They don't want to wait eight months. They don't want to pay a $200 tax stamp. They don't want to pay $800 for a suppressor. You get what I'm saying? Like these people, they had a bad day at work, so they decided to go shoot up a mall or an elementary school. They're not waiting eight months for a suppressor. Meanwhile, these idiots who sponsor these bills refuse to look into their own backyards at the 19,000 homicides committed with handguns every year, but no one talks about that. Absolutely mind-blowing. They want to take a crap on you and I, the law-abiding citizens of this country. But how does that stop criminals? It doesn't. It never has and it never will. Why can't we get that through our heads? Preventing law-abiding Americans from exercising their Second Amendment right doesn't affect violent crime rates. It doesn't. It never has. But I digress. Anyway, today's presentation. We've got two great guests for you, so you know what to do. Pull up that stool a little closer to the old campfire. It's hot. It's hot, if you couldn't tell. Fired up today. Uh, Pour yourself another cup of coffee. 
out of that beat-up old Stanley Thermos because off the top, you might have seen the viral video of a bobcat attacking a woman as she's carrying her cat in, a, in like a pet carrier to her car. And then her husband runs around the side of the car and grabs the bobcat and throws it. I mean, it's gotten, I don't know, 100 million views across social media platforms. And due to the, the nature of the content, of course, I, I shared it on my Instagram. Well, turns out one of the folks who follows that page, these were his parents that this happened to. Uh, so he got me in touch with them, and uh, I'm excited to have Happy Wade join the show coming up here in just a few minutes. So many great things uh, about this video. And, and Happy, who um, will join us from North Carolina also is a huge bear hunting uh, fanatic. So they've got big bears in North Carolina. We might hit on that uh, as well. But certainly excited to visit with him after, God, what a horrific experience. Finding out the bobcat, of course, had rabies. Uh, just what a mess. But uh, a heroic act on his part. Looking forward to having him. Then our old buddy Brad Luttrell of the Go Wild platform will be here. There are, well, due to the current climate of a global pandemic, social unrest, due to BLM protest, not BLM the movement, I'm talking about BLM the institution, because uh, every, I, you know, nobody has any issue with racial equality. We should all strive for that. But uh, just like Maxine Waters incited people to be more confrontational this week, there's no place for uh, looting for vandalism, for burning buildings down and inciting violent crowds to become unruly. Like, I'm sorry, two plus two equals five here? It doesn't make any sense to me. And it doesn't make sense to most of Americans because they're buying guns at an unprecedented rate because of those two factors. Global pandemic, social unrest, now we can't find any ammunition, and that has created an opportunity for <laughs> ammo scammers to come out of the woodwork. Uh, Brad Luttrell, once again, will be here, and we'll talk about what Go Wild's team has found when it comes to these folks who are trying to scam you out of your hard-earned dollar uh, when searching for ammunition, because Lord knows it is like worth its weight in gold these days. You can't find it. When you do, it'll cost you your right arm. So anyway, we're going to talk about what to look out for when it comes to uh, protecting yourself from these fraudulent jerk-offs who've never met an honest day's work in their lives. Uh, so that's what's on the docket for today. Going to be a good one. Guarantee you that quick giveaway here. How about a, well, let's do a uh, 100 Specialties Turkey Hunting Prize Pack. We've got the Drury Outdoors Box Call, their new Slate Call, and a four-pack of Mouth Calls we will give out to today's winner. To throw your hat in the ring, just uh, email the word gobbler. That's gobbler to Lone Star Outdoors Show at gmail.com. We'll get you entered. Let's take a break. Up next, the star of the viral Bobcat attack video, Happy Wade, joins us from North Carolina on SCI's Lone Star Outdoors Show.
Hey guys, Cable here for QuietCat, the leader in e-bikes made specifically for overlanding, hunting, fishing, and remote access to the great outdoors. QuietCat provides outdoor enthusiasts a means of portable, low-impact transportation while providing you with the most reliable product on the market. I own a QuietCat, and it has surpassed all my expectations. It's an amazing machine that stealthily gets me wherever the hunting or fishing adventure takes me. Based out of Eagle, Colorado, QuietCat is able to put all of their products to the test, making sure your e-bike is built to last. Visit QuietCat.com or call 970-328-2399 for more info. Hey y'all, Chris Letzinger, online sales manager at Cinnamon Creek Ranch here, reminding you we're not your typical archery club. We're a one-of-a-kind archery facility with indoor and outdoor ranges, full pro shop, and six different 3D courses. Cinnamon Creek was designed by hunters for hunters. Located in Roanoke, Texas, we have over 200 3D targets to hone your archery skills. Call 817-439-8998 or visit us at cinnamoncreekranch.com to visit our new online store. That's cinnamoncreekranch.com. If I could move, I'd get my gun and put her in the ground. Don't take your love. There's the late great Mel Tillis bringing us back on SCI's Lone Star Outdoors show. So many great versions of that tune. Ruby, Don't Take Your Love to Town. Uh, I think Kenny Rogers had one. And then Cake, one of my favorite, uh, well, not favorite, but uh, certainly a band that I listened to back in the 90s. They've got a great take on uh, on Ruby as well. I'm Cable Smith. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, thanks to Mossberg Firearms, our presenting sponsor, as always. Uh, we've got a great guest lined up for you. He's on the line, uh, I think set to join us. But before we head to North Carolina to check in with Happy Wade, this segment of the show brought to you by All Seasons Feeders and Blinds, specifically the Big Chingone. It's my family loves it. All five of us can sit in this thing. It's the Taj Mahal of hunting blinds, whether that's for uh, whitetail season or in the spring, the kids like to watch Daddy uh, get after those feral hogs. And the wife, uh, she tags along. Oh, there's plenty of room. It's a big chain gun. It's got carpet. It's got cup holders. It's got shelves. You name it. It's got it. Windows for archery or rifle application. You can find it at allseasonsfeeders.com. And with that being said, let's bring on our first guest. Joining us from perhaps the most viral video of uh, 2021, certainly that is in my realm anyway. Happy Wade. Thanks for being here. Yes, sir. So you're joining us. I'm obviously from North Carolina. Uh, whereabouts do you guys call home? Um, I was born and raised in a little town called Newburn, North Carolina, but I live in a little bitty place called Burgall, North Carolina. We're about uh, 30, 35 minutes north, kind of west of Wilmington down on okay. the coast. Um, but uh, kind of the best of all worlds if you're a, tr a sportsman, you know, we got fair deer hunting, got excellent bear hunting. Uh, we got the coast, um, yeah. and it's a pretty good catfish. So, you know, we got, we got good spot to be in right here in Eastern North Carolina. Right on, right on. Uh, yeah. So what is your, uh, what is your favorite thing to hunt? Favorite hunting is bear hunting. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm very successful at it as I'd like to be on the other side of that. I, I consider myself a hunter, not a uh -huh. killer. And so if it's not what I want, which is a big boar, uh, I got videos that I send my wife all the time of, you know, two, 250 pound, uh, you know, couple of year old younger bears. 
Um, but we have such good bear hunting here that, um, you know, uh, I don't, unless they're over 350, 400 pounds, I just let them walk. So okay. they're just fun to see. I mean, not too many people can say they've even seen a bear in the woods. Yeah. So, and I get to see them yearly. Um, but I'm very specific, um, in, in what I, what I harvest. This is my, uh, bear I killed in, uh, Alberta. And he, oh, nice. Yeah. He was about a, uh, probably 350 pound bear. Yeah. That's a good one. They don't weigh them up there, uh, because they are just coming out of hibernation. Right. And they feel like, uh, people might not be happy with the weight that they give them, but you have to consider these bears have lost, I don't know, 30, yeah. 40% of their body I was weight. Say, yeah. yeah. See, that's why our bears in North Carolina get so big. They don't have to have, to, they don't have to hibernate. Yeah. In Eastern North Carolina, they, they, they're up year round. Huh. I so that's why, you know, I mean, I think up until what, uh, about six years ago or so, seven years ago, the world's record was uh, back in where I live, Craven County, North Carolina, mm. uh, was born and raised. It was, uh, I think it was 889 pounds, yeah. black bear. <laughs> and uh, I think one in Pennsylvania they found uh, was 902 wow. was what a guy got. So I think that's the current world record. So, I mean, I know the Shockies have come for years and hunted in North Carolina. Um, what is y'all season like? Is it, is it mostly private land? Is there public land opportunity? Well, some of the best bear hunting that we have uh, in my area in Eastern North Carolina is always going to fringe on uh, one of the game lands. Mm -hmm. uh, generally though, the best uh, access that you have, and please don't take this the wrong way. Um, unfortunately, game lands allows anyone who signs a permit and, you know, is able to get the information to the state and they get their permit and they buy their license. Um, there's some bad hunters and, mm -hmm. uh, and I prefer to stay off the game lands um, and get on private property just for a safety. Sure. Um, yeah. No, the orange army comes out and it's like, uh, uh, Pennsylvania is very much that way, you yeah. know? Um, but they have a great deer hunting heritage in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, there's, and we're not knocking that, but from a safety, uh, actually, I, it was a couple of years ago, uh, a father and a daughter, I believe, got shot on a deer drive in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Both of them killed. I mean, that kind of stuff happened. So I, I certainly understand your sentiment of uh, trying to stay well, out of the, the public. Yeah. When my son and I go, his safety is far more important than harvesting anything. Mm -hmm. Having a good time is, you know, um, I guess the older I get, the more of the experience I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, when we go to hunt, I, I'm, I'm 10 times more excited when he gets a doe than I am. If I get a really nice buck, right. You know, just because it's your kid, yeah. you know, and he's, and, and you know, we have what we call management deer, just like anybody else. Uh -huh. Um, and once a doe gets old and long faced, we try to pull him out of the herd. Uh, and of course any crazy racks we try to bring out, but, um, you know, for the most part, uh, our rule is at, at the little group, and we don't really have a hunting club. It's just a little group. Uh, is six points or better. If you mm -hmm. don't let the little ones grow up, you won't have any decent deer. And yeah. uh, we don't take out any does unless they're old with a real long face on them. Sure, uh, but they sure. make sausage just as good as anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let them, let them go. Let them grow. That's the same. That's it. You know? that's it. Uh, and that's, what, you know, that's the same here in Texas. Largemouth bass are king. And, you know, we don't. I would advise anyone not to really ever consider keeping something that's, you know, over five pounds. There's no reason to, you can 
and I'm all for it. people. Some people frown on the idea of just eating bass altogether. Bass yeah. are delicious. Large mouth yeah, bass are, are fine. Small mouth are even better. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with keeping them. Just uh, let the let the big girls go back. When you're when you're bear hunting, like how big of a property are you looking for? And I'm interested because we don't have we have very few bears in Texas. There's some out west. There's some in East Texas that come in from Louisiana. We don't have a season because we just really don't have very many. Right. Uh, and I'll be frank with you, like as someone who our, our culture is like deer hunting culture. We all run feeders and I see pictures from other states of basically what looks like a 300 pound raccoon on top of a feeder, just destroying it. <laughs> I don't know that I really want that headache. I'll come to your state and shoot your well, there's, bears. There's, there's two rules of thumb. Are you dog hunting or still hunting? Because right, okay. if you're dog hunting, you don't need that big a piece of property. Yeah. Because you're going to basically pull pull the dogs in there, and and when they basically tree the bear, it's kind of like the same thing with with uh, mountain lions. Or you know, I've never been on a mountain lion hunt, but I'm assuming that's it. My I'm I, the older I get, the more I prefer still hunting. Uh, I like even with deer, I like going in the spring, finding you know sheds. You know, sheds are always good signs. I like seeing where the natural trails are. I like putting bait out and putting some cameras out uh, and seeing, like you said, what, what's coming in the area. And then if you, if you do it long enough, you kind of figure out patterns uh, and you can pattern a deer. Uh, bear is kind of similar, except um, you'll see a five, 600 pound black bear every night in your trail cam and you'll see it during the day and everything else, all in trail cams. Uh, but the day before bear season opens, uh, you won't see anything over 250 pounds. You know, <laughs> I swear they're the smart animals. They know, oh, it's season. Let's go hide. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, you just you got to be in the right spot at the right time when you're a still hunter. And if you still hunt, you understand that program. And like I said, for me, the older I get, I mean, I'm not old. I'm 56. But, um, you know, as a Christian, I like getting out and just being quiet. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I do my best hearing of what what uh, what message God's trying to tell me uh, when I get quiet and when I turn the phone off, I'm out of cell phone range. The key is turning the phone off. Don't put it on vibrate because text message now is just as worse. My son missed a really really nice deer, um, you know, texting one time. So yeah, uh, oh, turn it yeah. off. You know, yeah. I have uh, I haven't ever. I guess you could say still hunted uh, black bear i've i shot uh in alberta we were hunting out of tree stands over bait uh, i did go to montana and do a black bear hunt which would was a lot of glassing and more of a spot and stock deal right and we didn't we didn't have any luck we saw more grizzlies than we did black bear um and then uh i did a, a hound hunt in new mexico last october and got one on the first day so yeah. um, well my I, granddaddy my granddaddy had bear dogs uh, we yeah. use a, a dog called a plot uh, plot, hound, yeah. plot hounds are also used in wild boar hunting, which we've got mm -hmm. some of that here in North Carolina too. Uh, but again, uh, you know, I, I don't have anything against dog hunters. You know, that's how they like to do it. Uh, most of the dog hunters I know, um, they enjoy working the dogs more than they do pulling the trigger. Sure, you know, they, sure. they love hearing their dogs work. They tell which one's baying and they got jumping dogs and pack dogs and they work those things. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, being in the woods is, is the most important thing, you know, but sure. my preference again, like I said, is, is still hunting. Uh, we use sweet potatoes here, believe it or not, is kind of the best bait for bears. Uh, yeah. and they work on, on deer too. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, kind of to your point of it's not all about the killing for these these houndsmen. Um, the guy that I mountain lion hunted with in Colorado, he's probably treed 250 mountain lions, maybe more, and he's killed one personally. Yeah. So he's like, I got one. I'll put clients on them, and then I'll run my dogs for fun, and we'll let them go. So, yeah, that's uh, – I think that there's a misconception that they're – a lot of those guys just kill indiscriminately, but eh, maybe some do. I think a lot of the younger ones have a lot to learn about that. And maybe, maybe you grow into that, but I think the older generation just needs to do a better job of saying, Hey, it's not, it's not about killing them. It's, it's yeah. about the sport. Well, I always explained to my son, there was a difference between a hunter and a killer. Mm-hmm. A hunter will let a deer walk. Yeah. If it doesn't fit what we're looking to take, just let it walk. Just yeah. enjoy, enjoy the beauty of it. Take a picture of it. Send it to your mom. You know, my wife, she, I mean, and my wife loves to eat venison. You know, we love game. She's just not a hunter. That's not her thing, you know, but she loves for us to see pictures, you know, and a lot of times I will, I'll, I'll see, uh, I see a nice, you know, pretty, pretty doe in a phone, you know, and just take a picture of it and send it to, uh, I'll send you a video of a little small, probably 150, 175 pound black bear. that was eating sweet potatoes. 65 yards in front of me i'll send a i'll i'll send it to your uh, cell phone i'll just text yeah. it to you the video cool. and he's just sitting there you know eating some sweet potatoes and then he scratches behind his ear and then he kind of just gets up and meanders off i mean in north carolina anything over 100 pounds is legal but uh-huh. again i guess i would rather be called a, a hunter yeah. you know yeah um well let's do this let's just take a quick commercial break we'll come back there's been this crazy video that's all over the internet and uh you're the star so are you cool to stick around for a few more minutes yes sir be glad to. <laughs> good deal and while big and jay doesn't have any uh sweet potato based attractants they do have to die for which is better because literally bucks are willing to throw caution to the wind and die for a taste of that sweet sweet big and jay you can find to die for at bigandjay.com we'll be right back with more from happy wade on sci's lone star outdoor show Never asked for fire You already were a thief So I knew you'd be with me When I need you to be Steal my soul, honey Keep it for me when you got that something nostalgic about the old-timey general store and that's exactly what you're going to find in downtown Goldwaith, texas at the mills county general store they're licensed ffl with rifle pistols and shotguns ammo gun accessories hunting accessories deer corn and attractants sporting goods they've got a wide array of knives to choose from plus insulated apparel for both work and camo for hunting season fishing supplies they've got foods like anchor tea grass-fed beef dublin sodas gourmet sauces and a whole lot more. Also, Ace Hardware. From wall to wall, they have it all. Check it out. The Mills County General Store right there in Goldthwaite, Texas. Hi, Brett Jepson here with Three Curl Lease Connection. I'd like to invite you to come enjoy some of Texas' best dove hunting just minutes outside of Dallas. We have many private dove leases available for this upcoming season, including milo, wheat, sunflower, and cornfields. Leases come in different sizes and prices, so we can fit anyone's budget. We have the lease that's perfect for you and your group. We don't overcrowd multiple groups into one property, and you'll have the first pick at renewing your lease for years to come. Please visit us at 3curl.com and click on leases for your property listings. That's T-H-R-E-E-C-U-R-L.com. 
Hemingway's whiskey Warm and smooth and mean Even when it burns It'll always finish clean He did not like it watered down He took it straight up and neat It was bad enough for him You know it's bad enough for me Cable Smith, welcoming everybody back to SCI's Lone Star Outdoors show presented by Mossberg Firearms. Little Guy Clark, Hemingway's Whiskey. Yeah. I've been sipping on, what is it, uh, Old Forester Prohibition 1920 lately? They are not a sponsor of the show, but let me give them a plug. That is some that is some good juice right there, I tell you. We are still visiting with Happy Wade, the, uh, the man in the Bobcat attack video that has gone viral we're going to hear all about that crazy feline just laying into him and his wife in their driveway just insane stuff but first this segment brought to you by first light and the new obsidian foundry pant it's got vents it's got knee pads it's taken the already classic obsidian to the next level you can find the entire foundry lineup right there at firstlight.com first light Go further, stay longer. All right. Well, happy. Uh, certainly appreciate you sticking around through the break, my friend. Yes, sir. So I guess it was last week someone sent me a link to this video, and it's on a uh, Vivent. Uh, we have that same security company. Uh, it's on one of their cameras, and I'm watching it, and I'm not really knowing what to expect here, but okay, someone sent it to me. They kind of know the things that I like, and it's you, and you, I think you maybe had a cup of coffee, and... You wave to a neighbor. It looks like a very nice neighborhood, friendly people. It uh, it was kind of like walking back and taking a step back in time. I'm glad that that scene still exists uh, in a lot of neighborhoods throughout the country. Uh, you wave to your neighbor. Hey, good morning. You know, how you doing? And then your wife walks out and she's carrying a pet, correct? Yeah, it was our, we have a 15 year old cat um, okay. and the cat has a uh, thyroid problem. So we have to carry it in every six months of its age um but uh my wife and i are, are we love animals uh-huh. and we're gonna give her as long a good life as we can so every six months off to the vet we go to get blood work done to make sure the thyroid medicine isn't messing up any of her uh, uh organs okay so so that's the scene y'all are getting into the vehicle to go to the vet and about then, to, yeah, yeah. About and to. then all hell breaks loose and yeah. you're on the other side of the the vehicle yeah. So did you know immediately what was happening? No, I had no clue. All I heard was my wife screaming. I heard the meow or the growl. And I thought, hmm, you know, that's not my kitty cat, you know. (laughs) And, um, you know, even though we we say sometimes she has a catitude, it's Mm. never been at quite that volume or depth, if you would. And then the next thing you know, I hear my wife screaming. And, you know, and to be quite honest with you, if you listen to the video uh, talking about somebody who is is selfless, she's actually telling me to run. If you listen, oh. she says, run, happy, run. Um, and of course, being the good husband that I am, I did not listen to right. my wife. Right. Right. You know, and I mean that as a pun because she swears that I only hear, you know, Selective hearing. Yeah, yeah I've my got wife it. Says and, the same thing. Um, so all I knew was something was hurting my wife. I ended, uh, my wife ended up with over 20 puncture wounds from its claws, um, from her calf up her back of her thigh, lower back. 
up onto her shoulders. Uh, she had three bite marks. And when I grabbed the bobcat, it was literally trying to bite her right there in the neck. Oh and God. what I did is I just shoved my arm in and then grabbed it. It bit my arm and then I raised it up. And that's where, you know, I've seen it several times. It looks like the Lion King moment, you know. <laughs> and the uh, only thing it was is I was trying to keep it away from my face. Sure. And trying to figure it out. And I took like two or three steps towards the yard. And then you hear me literally say, oh, my God, it's a bobcat. Now, that's the first time I absolutely know what it is. I had, you know, I had figured out that it was some kind of, you know, wild animal of some sort. Mm -hmm. It was was on my wife. But I truly didn't know it was a bobcat until that moment. Uh, And then be quite frankly, it's at that point that I just, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, Okay, stupid. Now you've grabbed a bobcat. <laughs> what, what do you do with it now? And that's the truth. That is yeah. absolutely the truth. And of course, things are running at 10 million miles an hour. And my first thought was, if you see the video, there's a retention pond right next to our house. And, you know, there's a, I hate to say this, but there are a bunch of stupid people that have nothing better to do than sit in their, you know, homes and look at the internet. Mm. Um, because they said, oh, that man shot in a neighborhood. Well, what they don't know is behind my house is Burgall Creek and it's a creek like a delta. It's not one creek passage. It's like, you know, it's 350 yards wide of about 20 different channels that all meander and mingle. And it's about a mile long. Okay. So I've got 350 yards of woods plus a retention pond. So in my head, I thought, okay, create distance. Distance is your friend here. Yeah. So I flung the thing as far as I could fling it. It was heck of a throw, by the way. Well, my first thought was woods escape. It'll take off to the woods. My second thought was if it'll stop for just a minute, because at this point I've processed that this thing's got to be rabbit. This is not normal behavior. Any of us that have been in the woods and seen a bobcat knows this is not normal behavior. They don't want to be seen. They don't want to be in the limelight. They just soon stay in the bushes and stay out of anybody's way. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, if I can, you know, if it'll stop for just a moment, I'll, I'll do my best to put it down. You know, um, I'll tell you the honest truth. I have a new world of respect for our law enforcement uh, because there's a huge world of difference between shooting a paper target to sitting still, or maybe got a little breeze on it, than being excited, scared, mad, pissed off, uh-huh. every other emotion you can think about, and then trying to hold uh, and shoot something that's that size. But it didn't stay still long. If you're watching the video, it literally runs back to where I guess it thought my wife was still at, or you know, our cat was. My thought is is that our cat made a meow. It hurt it. It's got rabies. It's thinking it's food. And that's kind of the interaction that I think that caused it. But uh, I was not able to get a shot off there. My neighbor comes running in, as you see. A few minutes later, it was underneath my car, my, my, the gray car that, you know, you see in the video. Yeah. Um, And it made a charge at one of my neighbors. And with my second shot, uh, I was able to get it in the shoulder. Um, sadly, and I really mean this, I didn't, I didn't mortally kill it. I didn't put it down immediately. I wounded it, uh, pretty good. And it crawled back underneath the car. Um, you know, and I, and I think I shared a little bit this with you before I'm not a killer. Okay. I I, I like to hunt. If, if when I hunt, 
there are a lot of people that can shoot my 308 at 400 yards and be dead on. Yeah. I'm about 180 yards. If, if I can hit a baseball size spot, I'll pull the trigger. If I can't, it walks again. Um, I love deer meat and everything else, but, um, you yeah, know, no, I respect that you have your limitations and you know them. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're aware of them. So, and that's that's how you operate. I, that Bobcat before it had rabies, I would have been all if I'd have seen it in the woods mm-hmm. and you know, was I mad and pissed off in the beginning? I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. No, you, you could say, okay. you said something a lot worse in the video. I think <laughs> there. that's okay. Well, I know not, you said you're that's a not Christian. How my mom, look, that's not how my mama taught me. Okay. I'm going mean, to make these t-shirts that say, I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. I'm going to see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to get one for myself too. So don't well, worry about it. put on the back. That's not how our mama taught us. Okay. That's right. That's that, right. My mama did not teach me to use that. <laughs> but I was, you know, I, you know, I was mad and mm-hmm. this thing had attacked my wife and, you know, my wife and I've been together 30, almost 38 years now, mm-hmm. uh, 30, excuse me, 37 years. Um, in August, we'll celebrate our 30th wedding anniversary. She was yeah. 15 when we started dating. And, you know, I, it may sound not managed to some people, but, you know, buddy, that, that lady could have my last breath and I wouldn't even have to think about it. Yeah. I mean, she has my heart. She's got my soul. You know, I won't say she has my soul because that belongs to Jesus. And I really mean that too. But man, I'm telling you, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because. Well, chivalry was certainly on display in this video, which is one of the things that really stood out to me. Uh, number one. Well, number one, it's crazy to have a bobcat attack people in broad daylight. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, your reaction is that's my lady. I'm going to do whatever it takes to save her. Yes, sir. Uh, which was awesome. And then the third thing, you're carrying a sidearm on your hip, which you were able to put to good use. So uh, what caliber uh, pistol do you carry? Which time? Well, it depends on what I'm doing. Uh, my, <laughs> well, that my, day. My daily carry. Uh, the, I have the, my I'm going to go carry. to the vet pistol. <laughs> yeah, my, my concealed carry is, uh, and it's a bigger frame. I like, uh, and can I use names or do you want me to sure. use oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I prefer the Ruger American. And uh-huh. some people think that's a little thicker gun but if i'm wearing it and you can't tell whether it's thick or not the the reason i like the ruger american is it fits my hand mm-hmm. um and i would rather like i said be able to have a good shot you know than this little bitty pistol that i can't get my pinky to work on right and i'm i'm not making a good shot um I'm, my my father-in-law used to tell me um and he's a big wheel gun man even though he's a navy chaplain he he likes shooting and hunting and Anyway, he likes big bore wheel guns, you know, 44s, 45s. And he, he used to say, I'd rather have one really well-placed shot than 15 scatter, scattered all over Hell's Half Acre, mm. you know. And uh, so I, I carry a Ruger American because it fits my hand and I can shoot it better. And what um, but it's nine millimeter. Okay. And uh, my wife also has her concealed carry. She's She likes the little handgun. Uh, she's got a 380 LCP. Uh, I like Rugers. Um, when I'm bear hunting, I carry a Ruger Vaquero. If you're familiar with the Ruger Vaquero, sure. 45 long Colt, uh, seven and a quarter inch barrel. And then I also have uh, a Kimber uh, 45 auto. So, nice. and then I got several little 22 pistols that are just fun shooting cans and, you know, plinking. Yeah. yeah, just fun stuff. So the cat goes under the car. 
right? The Bobcat, and does it expire there? What what eventually? No, uh, like I said, and I really mean this. Don't um, feel bad about it. This well, cat had rabies and attacked you and your wife. So don't feel bad about wounding a Bobcat. Well, that had I, rabies. I appreciate you saying that, but it doesn't change the fact that I wish I wish I could have put it down. I, yeah. When I when I deer hunt, I only neck shoot. Sure. And the reason I neck shot is because it's either a clean miss or it drops. Yeah. Uh, and son started. So, deer hunting this past year we used uh quarantine to get him proficient on a 22 250 oh nice and, uh, yeah expensive round though Good well gosh. now yeah <laughs> but uh so but he's he next shot uh he shot a black buck which is like an exotic thing we have here in texas right. a doe and then he shot a whitetail doe uh both of them in the neck this year so yeah, i never grew i never really have shot i think i've shot one whitetail in the neck because it was the only shot i had um but that it certainly is an effective way yeah. to put them down yeah, they 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 drop quick. Um, so where were we at before? So I the what ha so what ends up happening with this? Oh, bobcat? okay. So the bobcat is underneath the car. Uh, at this point, no, I would have backed up and just ran over it. At this point, well, yeah. well, I don't have point, any sympathy for the bobcat well, that attacked me. <laughs> I do. I do live in a neighborhood, but I live yeah. on the edge. Okay, where there's woods. But obviously, at this point, there's people have heard screaming. They've heard hollering. They've heard me yelling. Now they've heard two rounds go off in the neighborhood. People are curious. I've got a couple of neighbors on 911. I've got one that's heading into the house to check on my wife. Uh, and what I truly believe a true hero shows up at that point, uh, Pender County uh, Deputy Sheriff shows up. And of course, the first thing he sees is a man with a gun mm. and he's got to do what he's got to do. And I respect all of our law enforcement. And I really mean this. Um, but he told me, he said, I need you to put the gun down. And I said, well, sir, there's a bobcat underneath my car. And he kind of went, sir, I need you to put the gun down now. You know, and I, I said, yes, sir. So I showed it to him. I dropped the magazine. I opened the breech and locked it open, took the bullet out, put it in my pocket and showed him the two pieces. He said, thank you. Now, he never asked me for it or anything like that until yeah. everything was all over. And he said, just keep it that way until, you know, we've we're finished up here. And, uh, so he said, you need to go see medical attention. You're bleeding pretty good. And I said, okay. And I went over and checked on my wife and I came back outside because they were still working on her and the Bobcat, I guess at this point, cause they had pushed everybody back out. It felt like it was kind of, you know, trapped for lack of a better way of saying it. And at least underneath the car, it was somewhat secured mm -hmm. and so after everybody backed out it kept nosing out and finally it went down the fence line my neighbor we're, we're, it's a fairly new development um and so my neighbor didn't have up a fence like i have and what they did is they allowed it to go down the fence line it hobbled the guy said you mortally wounded it it just wasn't dead yet and uh, -huh. uh they let it go back in the woods and then in uh maybe 20 feet in the woods and then they finished it off with a shotgun okay. and uh in fact he said it just kind of laid down so yeah. um you know um it was a beautiful beautiful male bobcat um but like i said he it it was tested positive for rabies and um, and that's like I can't, bobcats are not something that I want to like mess with. That's like twenty pounds of fury, just all up. I mean, oh, I can't even imagine. And then to just be staring at its face as you're holding it there, well, it's trying to claw your eyes out. Well, my favorite, my favorite story. Do you you know who Jerry Clower is? Oh yeah. 
the, the coon hunting story uh-huh. with Jerry Clower had yeah. great big claws on the end of its feet and great big tushies at the and people that thing attacked it, John. So yeah, you never uh, never thought it would attack it, my wife, you know. Right. But, so um, what was the extent of your your injuries? And did did you um, both have to get stitches or no, none, neither of us had stitches. My wife had um, over 20 puncture wounds, three bites. Uh-huh. Uh, I ended up getting uh, bitten three times. The only bite that I remember uh, was the very one right before I chunked it. If you watch the video, it kind of reaches down. Um, and that was, and again, they gave us so many antibiotics, man. I'm, I'm healed up a lot quicker than I thought, but um, I got some pretty good scratches on my arm. And I don't know, you yeah. know, I've got oh, yeah, that one there. And then there's bites and everything up here. I got bitten three times, but the one I remember was that one because um, I could feel the tooth on my bone because there's no no meat there. Uh-huh. It's just skin. And uh. that's the one right before I chunked it when I felt that one. Um, the worst part was uh, we've had, uh, I think each of us has had now over 35 shots wow. uh, because of the rate. You have to have a series of sure. shots. Yeah. And so we, we've got the last rabies shot that's coming up this week and then we'll be done. Well, that's encouraging news. And I guess if they, if you catch it early, then there's really no threat of you getting it. If you take all these no, shots. Yeah. But it, it can kill, uh, it can kill you if you don't get it treated. Sure. Um, oh, and yeah. the, the other person that got attacked, I don't know if I shared this with you or not, but 10 minutes before my wife got attacked, another person in our neighborhood got attacked. Um, and, uh, he was putting his girlfriend's, um, elementary school kids in the car and literally shut the door, getting ready to get into and drive them to school when it jumped on his back and attacked him. And, um, for whatever reason, he got a huge staph infection in his whole body from, he got bit on his elbow real bad and bit on his shoulder real bad Mm. uh, and scratched up. And, um, anyway, he got a really bad staph infection and he ended up in the hospital for four days. Uh, fortunately he's out of the hospital now and recovering, but, uh, um, you know, it was, this, this was a sick animal. Um, and, but like I said, and you know, when you see him in the wild and I've seen a bunch of them, you know, you get to see him for a split second, you know, it's like, there's a bobcat and now it's gone, you know? And so, but beautiful animals. And, um, it's just sad that it, it got rabies. And, you know, my wife and I serve on a, a local board here for a golf tournament for the Pender County Humane Society. And one of the things that we preach is making sure you have all your pets, uh, immunized against rabies, because that's a way we can kind of shrink the amount of rabies that are available if we keep mm-hmm. pets from getting it. So, so let me ask you this, where are you putting the life-size bobcat mount? <laughs> I don't think I don't, you know I have a hard time uh you know you'll notice behind me you don't see anything uh this is my wife's forever house and uh my my stuff is relegated to the garage um so where I keep my gun safe and all my ammo and everything yeah. but um I don't I don't think that we're going to have a a life-size uh cat <laughs> anytime soon so okay well, I, uh, I love, I love the video. It's unfortunate, obviously that that happened. I'm glad that all three of you who were attacked by this rabid bobcat or, uh, on the mend, 
especially your neighbor. That's scary. Uh, but I can't imagine seeing your wife getting attacked by something and you don't even know what it is. Uh, it's just absolutely crazy. But I'm glad there was a, a happy ending. And, and thanks for being willing to, to come and talk to us. I don't know how many millions of millions of views this video has. Oh, it's crazy now. It's just insanity how many people have, have seen it. I have a nephew who lives in London, England, and uh, he called me and told me it was on this or called my brother who called me and said that uh, he said, Dad, did Uncle Happy and Aunt Christy get attacked by a bobcat? And he said, well, yeah. How did you find out? He says, I'm in England and I'm watching it on the the, the news, the evening news in London, England. I got a, a call from a reporter wow. from from India, the country. Um, that's the other side of this is. You know, I, I want to do this now so we can get the story out, because to be quite honest with you, uh, next year, this time, I hope nobody knows the name Happy Wade other than my friends and the people right. that I have. I the I do not want this celebrity. And we were told that if you don't put out the right information of what really happened, OK, then everybody just it's like, so who was it? And it, it just stays and stays and stays. So. Uh, we've done an interview with um, uh, Inside Edition. Um, we did local, and uh, we've spoken to a few newspapers around the country just just so yeah. it'll get out and it'll go away. Well, I'm sure you're you're growing tired of it, but I appreciate uh, your candor and, and your willingness yeah. to come on here. And also your son, Jake, who follows my Instagram page. Yeah. He was the one that said, those are my parents. And so I was like, huh, okay. Well, if well, they'd be willing, if your dad would be willing to talk, you know, I'd love to, to have yeah. a conversation with him. Well, to be honest with you, um, uh, a pro sportsman, uh, pro Second Amendment, uh, what I believe to be um, um, pro American, right? Uh, I'll be glad to speak to anybody there, whether it was this Bobcat story or not, of my beliefs. Um, and I, I do believe in the Second Amendment. I do believe we have the right to possess good firearms and protect ourselves. And, uh, you know, the I'll just say it this way. The idiots that want to get rid of guns, go ahead, move to New York City, move to San Francisco, L.A., go ahead, move to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Y'all have a big time. And by the way, if something happens, go ahead and call the police. Oh, wait, wait what oh that's right defund the police yeah. okay yeah. so y'all y'all enjoy that yeah and it's it's, I, it's not lost on me that the murder rates have gone up since they uh, uh you know violent crimes through the roof in those cities so well uh, i'm of this Chicago, way baltimore washington dc all these places with the strictest gun laws in the country have the highest murder rates well criminals criminals don't first of all the criminal okay he doesn't give a rat's ass about a law right He's a criminal. Okay. What I can't figure out is why do people continue to elect stupid people who think that making an honest American citizen have more restrictions is going to protect the citizens? Yeah, it's not. It's the not only thing they're on protecting is, is the criminals. They're giving them, you know, unarmed people. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, again, I don't, truthful. I don't think everybody has the right. Now, if you're a convicted felon, felon, sorry, you lost your privilege. If you're an illegal immigrant, you know, sorry, you lost your privilege. If you beat your wife, you know, if you're a sex offender, there needs to have some common sense. Not everybody sure. needs a gun. If you're mentally impaired, no, you shouldn't have a gun. And I'll stand on the biggest 
block of soap and, you know, box and preach that all day long. But if you're an honest citizen, I think every one of us have the right. And when you come to take mine, I'm going to tell you what, I hope you got one with you. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I think there's uh, certainly a reckoning coming if that's what they indeed do try. And th- I tell you, and when, when I when people say that they want to take our guns away, I, be- I believe what they say. So many, you know, some of my family are liberal on the liberal side, and they're like, "Oh, they're not really going to come take your guns." I was like, "Okay, ask the people in Australia, ask the people in Europe, ask uh, the people in Canada how it's working out for them." Yeah, they yeah. don't like it. Not no. I've never met a Canadian that says, "Oh man, we have the best gun laws." Yeah. No, they're so, like, God, it takes me two, three years, some incredible permitting process to get a handgun so I can go, so I can protect myself while I'm bear hunting in the Yukon. Yeah. So, what? Can't even protect yourself. No, it's asinine. But anyway, uh, well, I, and, I believe all those things that you uh, mentioned there wholeheartedly. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to, you know, say thank you to our law enforcement, our first responders, mm-hmm. our, our, you know, military men and women you you talking about true heroes uh, i'm not i am not i'm just a husband who loves his wife uh the next time you see a law enforcement officer especially law enforcement this time of day a firefighter an emt or our service people you know those if you want to see a hero go shake their hand yeah i mean yeah. that with everything i have yeah it is a it's a thankless job being an leo in uh today's world that's for sure yeah and thank you, Ruger, for making a gun to jam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Happy. Well, hey, thank you so much for the time. I sincerely appreciate it. God bless. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, there he goes, North Carolina resident Happy Wade. He's uh, By the way, had on a Tar Heels t-shirt uh, for that conversation. I gave him a little crap because uh, the Tar Heels didn't even make it out of the first round of the tournament. Meanwhile, my Baylor Bears took home the championship. But to be fair, I guess UNC has like, I don't know, seven, five, six, seven. I don't know. A lot of titles. We only have one. We never win anything. That's why it was uh, such a big deal for little old Baylor and the town of Waco, Texas. Formerly, uh, I think our biggest claim to fame was uh, the Branch Davidian fiasco. Uh, (laughs) That segment was brought to you by Lone Star Ag Credit. You know, land is the one thing they're not making any more of, but we all want it, whether that's for bear hunting, for deer hunting, running cattle, fishing, or just to get the hell out of Dodge, right? Get out of the big city. Take a break. Catch your breath. Get out in the country. Lone Star Ag Credit has been helping its borrowers for over 100 years. They'll do the same for you, and you can find them at LoneStarAgCredit.com. Coming up next, we'll take a look at uh, these ammo scamming companies that have started popping up on the internet. Brad Luttrell of Go Wild stops by on SCI's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Leave me alone. Star Night Vision and Thermal Imaging has been helping hunters light up the night. For over a decade now, I've been with them for quite some time. Back in the early days, thermal optics were pretty expensive. You might not realize it, though. The average guy can get into a thermal rifle scope these days very affordably. I've got the Thermion XP50. Absolutely love that scope. It's got a diverse color palette, lots of options to choose from, whether you want white hot, uh, black hot, red hot, you name it. There's tons of options, literally. 
It's got internal recording as well, and it's got internal and external battery options. So you can hunt all night without having to worry about running out of batteries. You can find the Thermion XP50 as well as their entire lineup of thermal and night vision optics right there at PulsarNV.com. Spawn is right around the corner. Your reels have been re-spooled and the tackle box is ready to roll. But the question is, can your truck handle another season of pulling your boat in and out of the water every weekend? Call David Boone at Third Coast Diesels. He'll make sure your truck is not what sinks your next fishing trip. Offering a widespread array of diesel parts and services, call 214-326-1176 or visit thirdcoastdiesels.com today. Queen of St. Mary's Choir, that is Sean McConnell bringing us back on SCI's Lone Star Outdoor Show presented by good folks over at Mossberg Firearms. Thank you guys and gals for being here as well. Uh, we're about to get into, well, some not so great people that are trying to take your hard-earned money, uh, taking advantage, trying to anyway, of a ammunition can we call it a crisis? I think we can because you can't find it. When you do, it's overpriced. Or they're like, here, you can buy two boxes. That's it. Uh, so Brad Luttrell of Go Wild will join us momentarily. This segment is brought to you by Vortex Optics and the new Diamondback HD Spotting Scope Series. Check it out. You can get into a top-of-the-line spotting scope for under $600. It's unbelievable, really. Uh, and you're going to need one of these for your backcountry kit. If you're going to Africa, you're going to want it. If you're hunting whitetail or mule deer in open country, you're going to need a good spotting scope at an affordable price. And that is what the Diamondback HD series is all about. You can find it at vortexoptics.com. Vortex, the force of optics. All right, well, let's bring on our old friend. He's been on the show numerous times over the years. Always enjoy visiting with Go Wild founder, Brad Luttrell. Dude, always happy to come on. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. So uh, how has the uh, turkey hunting been treating you so far this spring? All right. So technically we're on like day three of it coming open here and it opened up this weekend. I was out with uh, Jeremiah Dowdy, who I know your audience is familiar with. I think uh -huh. he's been on your show. I had Tony Caggiano calling for us and we had a couple members of our team and we went out on two different properties uh, here in Kentucky. And man, the first day was probably the best day of nonstop gobbling that I've ever had in my, I don't know, six seasons of chasing turkeys. Uh -huh. And it was one of those mornings, like it's where the name morning thunder comes from. You know, the bird, one bird hits and then all the way down this ridge line, then go, come on, go. You know, we had eight <laughs> gobblers sitting here, 400 yards to maybe 600 yards from us at the furthest part. And, uh, and, and we started working those birds and we, we, multiple times we got three, about 60 yards to us and oh. just over this hill, we couldn't see them. And then this other bird would come in from the West side that they were on the Eastern side. This bird would come in from the West and it would be like real roary gobble, like throaty gravelly. And then those gobblers would just take off. It was, it was obvious huh. that he was the bad boy 
on, on because and he wouldn't say anything until he heard them coming. So uh-huh. when they come up, he would come down and be like, no, nah, this is my turf. And then uh, <laughs> Saturday, we, we did we were able to after two hours of calling with this guy and, you know, Tony Caggiano, who's this was his 381st bird that he's called in for somebody. Oh, wow. And, and he's a great guy. And he called call did finally get that bird to come in and we got that bird. And, uh, you know, Jeremiah had a, a great day hunting with my co-founder, Chris, but they didn't get anything. But it was a good day and lots of action. And then we went out to a, an old tobacco uh, farm here in, in Kentucky and cooked them up over a fire. We made a bourbon barbecue and, mm. you know, did some really local. Uh, he made hot browns, which is a big, big, uh, well-known dish here in Kentucky. So we had a great opening day, man. I mean, honestly, like the best opening day I've ever had. I didn't get a bird personally, but it was so fun hanging out with those guys. Yeah, it's not always about you getting the bird. It's exactly, it's, uh, and I think um, that guy, the guy that got the bird, was he the one that won the Go Wild sweepstakes? He did. So just like we did a sweepstakes with you, we had one uh-huh. for turkeys last year, and it was sponsored by NWTF. So uh, it's a big deal for us to push it last year. I was really sad when it got canceled, but mm-hmm. this guy came down from Michigan, and after waiting a year, you know, he, he's like, man, the pressure was on. We got a, you know, he's sitting there with me. Tony and there's a filmer so we had the whole thing with this videographer on on Mm -hmm. camera and that camera adds a lot of pressure so he was kind of getting nervous he's like man I've been waiting a year and now this is on camera and you don't want to be the guy that missed the turkey (laughs) and not to mention this bird was so big it came in and my I I looked at Tony and Tony said he thought my eyes were going to pop out of my head because it was it was you know all swollen up and spitting and drumming and um you know seeing that 10 yards away from you is just incredibly exciting and and so he was super nervous i was super pumped for him but this bird ended up being 25 pounds tony says wow. one of the biggest teeth ever seen out of all those birds i think I yeah our eastern I mean, your, your easterns get a little bigger than our, mm-hmm. our rios for sure yeah i've heard of some getting bigger uh, i've heard of bigger easterns but i haven't seen many i think my biggest was like 24 and a half pounds uh, you know, and Tony said he had only seen a few bigger than this one that we called in, but just mm-hmm. looking at it, you would have thought this thing was like 30 pounds. I got a picture of Kevin holding the winter, holding it and it like covers his body. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We had, a we had a good hunt in South uh, Texas two weekends ago. And, uh, I literally five minutes ago just pulled off. I think the last tick, like oh, I had man. so many ticks and tick bites or the, like once they bite you, so, I mean, they let go a lot of times and then you've got this awful like whelp that just itches way worse itches. than any like ant or mosquito bite. Yeah. Uh, they last days and, and I haven't been in the Turkey woods in like oh, almost two weeks now. And I don't know where this tick came from. If I it, like didn't wash some clothes or something, but I don't know, man, I've had the same kind of issues with under them. It's my like armpit. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I come home and search myself and, you know, search, throw the clothes, do all the stuff proper. And then, you know, six hours later, you're like, what the heck? I got one on my knee. I had, I got yeah. bit on the knee the other day. Yeah. I found one of the lone stars on me the other day and that kind of freaked me out. Oh yeah. The ones that'll make you allergic to red meat. Yeah. I, yeah. I got in my car and it was sitting on my lap. Like, <laughs> Kick it out of there. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you guys had some, um, some success there. Uh, it sounds like a, a fun hunt, a good crew. Let's talk about um, this article. You you guys put together kind of a um, a PSA for folks that are buying ammunition, which is everybody right now. Uh, you can't yeah. find any ammo. And so that has created a, a vacuum for some, uh, probably like the same people that call me and ask me uh, if I want an extended warranty on my truck like every other day, which I sold that yep. truck like six years ago. Yeah, but you know, uh, these people don't have good intentions, and it's basically ammo scammers. 
Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, more than anything, I think these people are just scammers in general. Scammers look for opportunity. You know, they mm-hmm. look for um, high demand, scarcity helps, but they also look for something that there's a big enough audience to make it worth their time. So, you know, the reason they're calling people about trucks is like, yeah, it's a pretty good bet that most people have a car. They're, they're going to not realize that they're this warranty thing. It sounds legitimate, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the thing they do really well is they try to sound legitimate. They're doing the same thing with ammo scams, man. Um, we, we saw some of this, you know, over the last few years, you'll see it every now, every now and then something pops up, people pop up selling fake stuff all the time. Like you, you just like, you're going to get a few a month on our platform. They may be selling Turkey calls or something, whatever, uh, normally, but now we've seen such a high surge. And, and I was talking to a reporter recently about this and I was trying, I was like, I don't really know what the percentage is. Cause we don't track it that way. Right. It was just strong enough to where it was multiples and multiples, multiples more that we were busting. And I was like, dude, this is, this is bad. You know, you want to talk about a pandemic. We, we right. have a pandemic with these guys in that they've popped up everywhere and they're getting hyper creative. And so we put together a list of things that we've kind of realized and, and seen. But the scariest part of this, and I don't mean to shy people away from buying online. Yeah, but they, I, mean, they, I just actually bought, um, this is two boxes of 6.5 Creedmoor yeah. that I bought from Academy, though. Yeah. Now, I actually searched 6.5 Creedmoor in stock. Academy is a reputable uh, business. Yep, clearly. for sure. And, you know, I gave them my $100 for two boxes of ammo because everyone's gouging these days. But, yep. uh, but hey, it, the well, ammo showed up in a day later. And so you can still find it. Um, not everyone's you can, trying to scam you. But, but it's very the, no. hard to find ammo. So the temptation to be like, oh, well, maybe this, this is a good deal here, you know? But- right. And, and, but you said it best buy from people you've bought before and gotten product before all this started happening, mm-hmm. buy from brands, you know, that, you know, like we work a lot with federal and I, I know if I buy from federal, it's a legitimate website, right? Like you said, right. Academy, that's a great one. You know, these online retailers that you've been to their stores, you know them well, that's the smart way to go where it gets tricky is there are stores out there. Um, the, the thing about it is a lot of these ammo stores that are legitimate, their websites are a little outdated. You know, they already don't look as up to snuff as maybe as some of the other stuff that you would buy from like on an Amazon. They don't have these nice big websites sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the ammo, I think these scammers see that and they're taking advantage of the situation. They're copying all that content over. They're creating thousands of products. And you'll look at a website that's totally fake and they'll have thousands of products in this thing. They've loaded in so much content content and every bit of it is to look legitimate, right? They'll have addresses in there. But what we started to realize is in, in Googling these addresses ourselves, I've, I've DM'd with these guys on their, they have chat bots set up and they will answer your questions in real time. And if you're not thinking this stuff might sound legitimate, like where do you ship from? And they'll say, Oh, California. I'll say, Oh, well, your, your website says Texas. They said, yeah, we moved last week. I was like, you, you moved your entire <laughs> warehouse last week. And, and then you look up the address on Google maps and it's this unmarked warehouse. And I found a thread on Reddit where people were talking about this stuff. They're like, yeah, I called across the street and there's no business there. Like, you, you know, it's, it's this stuff, mm-hmm. the, it starts to fall apart when you dig in, but people are so desperate for ammo right now. They're not thinking like that, right? They're like, yeah. oh man, I got to hurry and buy this before it goes out of stock in the next 12 minutes. That's yeah. where they're at. So these scammers have gotten really good at taking advantage of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I paid a hundred bucks for, for two <laughs> boxes of uh, Nosler six, five Creedmoor. Uh, I yeah. was like, well, I'm literally down to like my last box of, uh, for my thermal gun. And if I don't have ammo, then I'm not going hunting. So yeah. Was- and we're trying to get the word out now because you know, 
deer deer are the most popular thing to hunt when deer season hits this is i think this is going to be much worse if people don't know like i want them to get the want to get the word out now so people can you know not get scammed we rolled this out to our audience man and um it was sad to have i probably had a dozen people respond to my message that went out to you know our hundreds of thousands of people on the platform mm -hmm. uh, which is at least a lower percentage than you would I, i'm glad it wasn't higher but still it's like 12 people told me yeah man i lost 200 dollars, 500 dollars. one guy told me he i can't remember if he knew or he lost two thousand dollars to one of these scammers and wow. it seems completely legitimate i don't i want to go over our tips here in a second yeah. but a lot of times they'll seem completely legitimate up until the purchase when you get to that purchase point if you're on a website and they don't take a credit card huge red flag get the heck out of there like that's yeah. not a legitimate website all legitimate businesses are going to take a credit card first of all but the other thing if you're talking to somebody on social media hey that's the first mistake you made don't do that but they'll want to do like a Venmo or PayPal or Cash App or something. Yeah. Huge red flag. Like no legitimate retailer is doing that. Right. So if they don't take plastic, get the hell out of there. Uh, so there's a brief overview. Let's take a break. You've got like eight or nine tips that Go Wild, uh, your team has come up with to help folks avoid or like things to look for to, uh, to make sure that they don't fall into these scammers trap. Uh, we'll do that after the break. That segment Brought to you by Stealth Cam and the new Fusion wireless trail camera. Uh, affordable, like 170 bucks. You can get into one, which is a far cry from the days when they were three, four, five hundred dollars. Right? Data plans as little as five dollars a month. So, cell cameras, yeah, they're pretty much for everybody these days. You can find the Fusion right there at StealthCam.com. We'll be right back on SCI's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Whether you're headed to the lake for crappie, the coast for redfish, or trying to put your tag on that big gobbler this spring, don't let your truck tank your next trip. Third Coast Diesels does it all. From maintenance to repairs to full diesel rebuilds, any accessory on any truck, doesn't matter. They also do lifts, wheels, tires, hell, you name it. Third Coast Diesel does it. Call David Boone at 214-326-1176 or visit thirdcoastdiesels.com. With city life seemingly getting crazier by the minute, the thought of moving out to the country is looking more appealing than ever. And Foster Farm and Ranch has been recognized as one of the nation's top ranch brokerages the past two years. They have listings in 22 counties and counting and are truly a statewide entity. Foster represents buyers and sellers from all walks of life. Farmers, ranchers, hunters, doctors, lawyers, investors, and possibly you. You can find them on Facebook, Foster Farm and Ranch, or Instagram, at Foster Ranch Sales. Of course, fosterfarmandranch.com, the website, or call Chad at 830-776-3605. A thousand miles between these two dreams. Life ain't as simple as it once seemed. There's an oldie but a goodie, Six Steel Strings, from our pal Zane Williams, bringing us back on SCI's Lone Star Outdoor Show, presented by Mossberg Firearms. Cable Smith here with you. Thank you for making time for us this week on episode, what are we at, 575 now. Wow. Creeping up on 600 episodes. 
Time flies when you're having fun, though. And uh, that's because you guys and gals continue to listen. So thank you very much for that. We're still visiting with Go Wild's Brad Luttrell on the uh, perils of purchasing ammunition in 2021. Who would have thought, right? But uh, lots of disingenuous folks out there trying to steal your money. Uh, Before we get into that conversation once again, this segment brought to you by Rustic Reminders, Taxidermy, Josh and Becky Gunther have locations in San Antonio and Marion. Uh, That's just outside of New Braunfels. They do amazing work and have been taking care of me for, gosh, over a decade. They answer the phone when I call and they offer relatively fast turnaround time, which is uh, kind of a modern marvel when it comes to taxidermists, right? Uh, Anyway, you can find them at gr8mounts.com. All right, Brad, before the break, you know, we we talked a little bit about these ammo scammers that are out there. You and your uh, Go Wild team have put together a, a list of like bullet points for folks to consider when, you know, vetting what might be a, a sketchy ammunition dealer. Let's run down down them quickly. If it's too good of a deal, it's probably too good of a deal. It's yeah, too good as to you be said, true. it probably is. <laughs> ammo is through the roof right now in prices. So it, the fact that, you know, if you found 6.5 at half off, that, run. That's not right. happening, right? <laughs> why would they Why would they sell it? Literally, why would they sell it for half off when right. they know they can sell it for two times exactly. what it's worth? You know? Exactly. Um, it's absurd. Uh, don't take the combo to another platform. Yeah. So this one seems confusing at first. And you might say, well, why would they do that? It's because they're running these scams across multiple platforms. You know, they're not just hitting go wild with this and they're trying to route everything into one place where they can manage it all. So a lot of times they'll ask you, hey, do you have Google Hangouts? Can I text you? Can I use WeChat? Whatever it is, they've picked a platform that's their funnel, right? Because mm-hmm. this is actually like organized crime is really what it is. These these people are much more sophisticated than we give them credit for. You know, we like to joke about it being, you know, some fat guy in a basement um who's just scamming people but it's not man it, these are teams of people that are that are taking advantage of somebody so they route them into one chat system and then that person's job is to get you through the funnel so, so yeah. if, if that's a huge red flag on scamming in general if they're trying to take you to another chat platform or they want to text you and they don't want to talk to you in the platform you're on walk away right right so the the latest one that i get um in addition to the extended warranty stuff is the irs apparently calls me like all yeah once a week and it's the but it's the indian irs it's a guy from like pakistan and he's like uh yes sir can we please have your social number and i'm like you called me why would i give you my social number you already have it if you're the (laughs) irs right right? exactly shut the hell up click exactly um be leery oh but but what made me think of that was you you talked about the team uh environment Mm -hmm. you can literally hear when that guy's talking to you on the phone, a bunch of other people on phones, like it's, it's, it's a it's big a, room with a lot centers, of people. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I got scam scammed. Everybody. I, I sadly got scammed one time. Um, I called a, a, a number on the back of my medical card and mm-hmm. I missed it by one digit. And it, 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 so I hit the wrong number and it went to a call center and I was talking to this guy. They, they knew what they were doing. They had picked a number that was just one off from this medical uh, group. And I went through the whole thing. I told him I had an issue with my claim. And he's like, well, we have to do a processing fee to check I don't, for some reason. I complained. I said, I'm not giving my credit card. And he said, well, let me t- let you talk to my manager. He handed me off to another guy on the spot. 
and the guy explained it and I was like, this is weird, but I, whatever, I got to get this fixed with my healthcare stuff. It, they wanted to run like a, you know, a payment and I ended up getting charged. And I was like, what? The, I got a, a call from the bank while I was on the phone saying it was fraudulent. I'm like, why Or a text? I was like, why am I getting fraudulent charges? And then it all clicked for me that I was getting scammed. And I realized I dialed the wrong number. Like mm -hmm. that's how sophisticated they are though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Be leery of messaging app purchases with third-party payments. You kind of talked about that. Yeah, we already hit that one. I yeah. mean, just if they don't take PayPal, a credit card, Zell, Cash App, Venmo, don't do it. Get out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, buying from your buddy and paying them, like if you're doing it that way, that's a di totally different monster than what I'm talking about, right? I'm I actually talking about sold all my guns to my buddy recently, so... Yeah, I don't even go. know why I bought this ammo. To be <laughs> uh. Because you can't find it. There's a demand. Right. Um, check for website security indicators. So, so this one is um, not foolproof, but it helps. So the the if you are on a browser and it's a secure website, there will be a lock on the left side. We I will say though, we did find a scammer or two. I can't remember how many, but there were at least two, one or two websites that we found that had actually gotten a secure uh, security certificate or whatever it is, the SSL. So it's not foolproof, but again, it's just another thing to help check and see if the site's legitimate. Look for confusing sentences or misspellings. <laughs> I think this is very obvious because a lot of times, like I said, the IRS from Pakistan, they don't know proper grammar yeah. or, or English uh, syntax. Yeah. And so you, it's going to be noticeable when a word is like out of order in the, you know, grammatical. Here's where it's sentence. tricky. They're copying all, like I was looking at a, um, a, a retailer and trying to figure out if it's legitimate or not, they had copied every bit of glockstore.com's copy. So all mm. these pro so, so the English was actually good on the products where I caught it was I was reading on the about us on the page and they had forgotten to remove the name of the store in the fourth paragraph. <laughs> and so that their name was in the first paragraph. And then I saw the founder of glockstore.com. I was like, uh, well, wait a second. Let me see who this guy is. And then I put it all together. So just, just look, you know, a little bit of checking goes a long way. And you definitely don't want to end up burning a few hundred bucks because you didn't read. Right. Uh, so you mentioned this one earlier, but yep. check the business address. Yep. I've heard lots of stories of people calling across the street. Just simple Google Maps will tell you if this is a retailer. You, if right. you don't see an address on Google Maps when you search for it, run. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when in doubt, don't buy. Clearly, yep. I mean, if you really, find one red flag, it's that's enough. Like a a trusted, a reputable online ammo dealer isn't going to have any red flags. They're going to yep. have their ducks in a row. <laughs> and and the the thing to remember here. It's not worth it even for a small purchase because you're giving up your home address. You're giving up another personal piece of, or piece of personal information to someone that you don't want to have your personal mm. information. Not along, um, not only your credit card, but think about you know how many data breaches we've seen over the years. How, now that they've got your address, if they find your email and they can start to tile this stuff together, you know we're not only talking about an ammo scam. This could be a full blown identity theft. You know, right. so stay away from this stuff because of that. If it may not, yeah, okay, you're going to drop fifty bucks on some ammo. It's not a big risk, but the risk is the identity theft, and that's why I would stay away from these. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the best piece of advice, I guess, just to kind of wrap up the, um, these tips, is just buy from a trusted source. Yeah, absolutely, like man. Academy I know, or Midway USA, or I mean, name name it. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've worked with Federal. There's tons of great companies out there that are selling ammunition that are reputable. Um, the thing I wish I had put into this list is to start looking for whatever you know you're going to need for this fall now to give you a good shot at it. You know, here, 
our, um, one of my team members here, they ran out of, they were, they were, um, get, uh, getting their range for, for Turkey. She's uh, trying to get her first Turkey and her dad was helping her and they ran out of Turkey loads. Well, now they got to go out and find Turkey loads and it turned into this big ordeal. It was a whole day thing to find Turkey loads in our region here. Start looking for the, the, the ammunition you need for deer season or whatever it is, you know, if you're shooting six, five, buy it now when there's fewer people looking for that. If you wait until March and April to buy Turkey loads, guess what? You've waited too long. It's like the guys right. that show up the day before labor day and think they're going to buy dove load, right? Like, mm -hmm. no man, that's been sold out for two weeks here on a normal schedule. So just think ahead. I think that like, if you think ahead and you're buying things that are a little bit out of season right now, you're, you're going to have much better odds. And even if it takes you that much work, more work to check websites, um, you know, it's still worth it. The other um, tip just in general right now that we've noticed is check daily um, for that product because certain websites load in different days. And if you see a rhythm and when they're coming back, a lot of them are reloading um, on those, those delivery dates. So it might be Mondays and Tuesdays for one company. It might be Thursdays or whatever it is, but that is another thing. Like don't just check once a week. You need to be checking it daily. Just check it at, you know, lunchtime every day for a few weeks and see if you find any difference there. Um, that's been another thing we've just noticed with online ammo deals in general. My whole team is, you know, constantly found ammo at this store. It's, you know, it says they've yeah. only got X amount of boxes left. So we've kind of noticed that trend as well. Yeah, I had uh, one of my buddies that went to Africa with me a couple of years ago. We're still pretty good friends, and he, um, the first time I met him was in Africa. He signed up to go on the trip, but we're friends, and he lives relatively close to me. And he was, he called me. He's like, "Hey, Academy has ammo." And I was like, "What do they have?" I was like, "Actually, it doesn't matter. I'm on my way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I probably have a, a gun that can shoot something that they have there. Yeah, um, exactly. I was in Walmart getting. Uh, Henry wanted a new bike. Um, and I made him spend his own money. He cried and cried and cried, dude. I don't know. When you were a kid, did you save your money? Because I did. I bought. I, I was like, how fast can I buy baseball cards with this money? Yeah, I I, my, my son's the same way. It's like he's looking for the first thing he can spend. At, at his school, actually, they get like tickets that they can trade in for stuff. Five is like a piece of candy and 10 is a toy. So if you just uh, wait, he could get a toy. But if he's good, but he's like, no, he just keeps getting candy. Yeah, he just gets in, he gets candy. I'm like, this, this is a terrible deal for you. Right. Well, he's eight and he has saved like... I think he had like $600. So he's never spent any of his money wow. on anything. So it was a big deal for him. It was not like how I was when I was a kid, like I said. Uh, but he treated his last bike like crap. And so I said, listen, I will give you $50 and you can buy the rest of whatever bike you want. But I'm not buying you a new bike. That kid bought, he spent $120 of his own money. He was out there after he rode it the first time with a towel, wiping it off. Yeah, and everything. man. Like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> we're teaching him some values here. You That's know? right. That's uh, right. Care a little but, more when uh, it's yours. But anyway, Joe said, hey, my buddy was like, hey, go to uh, up to Academy. So I went up there and actually found like they had nine millimeter and two, two, three. And it was wasn't like so overpriced that I felt dirty buying it. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you could only buy two boxes of each. That's the that's the normal right. here. Is that so how it is in, in Kentucky, too? Yeah, I, it's going to vary store to store. I mean, it, you know, everybody's kind of, it's kind of like it was with the food rations. It kind of like one place may have a limit on eggs and another doesn't. So right. um, honestly, I haven't, there haven't been that Academy is actually the only place I've even heard here of it, of having it. So really? um, I, I haven't personally been in the store and seen. It sounds you know, like we're like doing Academy ads here, but we're really, not I know really, I have I'm, no I, relationship I, with Academy. I have, I have zero ties <laughs> to Academy at all. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just, they're the, they're the sporting goods store. That's the closest to our office so it does come right. up quite often yeah well and i feel like they have like traditionally just haven't been as pricey as other places so 
Yeah, they've been a little yeah. more gun friendly than some of the big retailers too. Like dicks. Know? Oh my I, god. Yeah. How fast yeah. can we not sell ARs anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how mean, fast can I never do business with you again? Hunting gear too, man. <laughs> they, they got out of that business too. So yeah. No. Uh well, hey, interesting stuff. Uh certainly relevant in this crazy climate <laughs> we live in. What you know, social unrest, global pandemic. You want to know what sells ammo? Uh a couple of those two things together and you find us in the mess we're in currently. Yeah, man. So. If we're in, if we're just smarter than these scammers, you know, they'll go back to, you know, again, they focus on what people want. They'll go back mm-hmm. to finding guys who are lonely and they'll solicit sex through the, through the, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what they did before they saw an ammo opportunity now. And they're like, Oh, this guy paid me $2,000. I was only able to scam $50 at a time before when I, right. you know, so it's like, they'll go back. I just want to make sure people know. And our team, when we were looking at this, you know, um, the big realization for us was that Facebook's doing nothing on this. The, 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 as we started talking to people, Facebook and Instagram are not taking these scammers down fast enough, in my opinion. And uh, people are losing a lot of money to, to these legitimate looking websites if you don't know what you're looking for. So that's why we put the word out. I mean, our, our team, these guys are deleted within hours on our platform and, and in seconds once we see them. If we, I mean, we, we have other parameters that I won't disclose, not because we keep secrets, but because I don't want the scammers to know what we do. Mm-hmm but we have ways we've identified them and, and they're pretty consistent so we can get them out quickly. But I mean, from what I'm hearing from other people, these other platforms are letting them run rampant. And, and again, they have their hands full with the tons of stuff that they, Oh, whatever for. they, they, you no, know what? I, I think hey, that they would rather just see some, uh, second amendment pro second amendment person get scammed because they, well, they, they, they might they're because they're anti second amendment and i don't defend the big platforms often but I, I just you think of the volume of stuff that they're looking through in terms of scams and reports and stuff i'm sure this is a smaller scam for them but mm. for us it's big man like this is my right. whole audience i want to take care of people so you know we're trying to do our part and get the word out there um but yeah man i mean um you know i hope people this helps somebody and i hope they tell a buddy about it and we've got a link yeah. on our website if they want to find it and share it it's time to go wild.com you can find the tips in the story section cool cool yeah one last little note there uh, on like the instagram thing this past week they took down one of my posts because i was doing a uh, a rifle giveaway it was like a huge giveaway Dude. with black yeah. rifle coffee and everly stock the backpack of your choice so people listening um be sure to enter that you can still find it uh on my social stuff but um we had three boxes of norma ammo to go with the rifle that you chose and uh, whether oh two hundred dollar $250 gift card to Pr- uh, Mountain Primal Meat Company. Like they make the best tomahawk steaks. It's like uh, um, range fed beef from Colorado. That's and awesome. uh, anyway, they deleted it. But the, the reason they deleted it, they said um, selling or um, pr- no, it was it was the sale of regulated goods. And I was like, it's a giveaway. I'm not selling anything. Yeah. So that's why they're always so vague and they, they can bend the rules and twist it to fit. How oh, do they can? It's we, their, um, it's their, it's their company. They can do it, but it just, it's frustrating trying to be in this industry and, and play in their, we got the hardballed. It's very hard. We got hardballed raising money for raising my doors, which is a nonprofit that I work with. I'm on the board mm-hmm. and we were trying to raise money through this, this, uh, these gun raffles. We checked thoroughly. That, that you could do this for the terms of service. And I actually was with another nonprofit that did this six months before. And so we're like, well, they let that happen. And we got flagged and they made us take the guns down because they said it, uh, it was against their terms of service. And we pointed out it was not against their terms of service. Well, it is now. Yeah, you know, they're like, say it. well, you have to stop doing it and we're going to take it down. And, and, you know, the it's getting 
I guarantee you in six months, we're going to look and be like, holy crap, look how much worse this has gotten. Go wild, try to, you know, we, we sell some gear. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't sell ammunition right now, but we sell some gear. We, we've been selling, uh, we work with Vortex on binoculars. We have other mm-hmm. stuff, scopes and red dots and stuff, but like, but not, we were trying to run an ad for binoculars because it's not a gun accessory. And we're like, surely to right. God, we can run Facebook ads I, to sell I'm, these binoculars. I'm a bird watcher. Dude, exactly. <laughs> but but they flagged us. No mention of firearms or anything. Right. And they said it was a gun accessory. You can't you can't run this ad anymore. So like wow. th- this has gotten to a level. Well, that's racist towards all the bird watchers out there. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean it's so insane how how bad it's gotten. I mean we're we're scratching our heads over stuff. I mean lately, it's like I don't even know how you can justify binoculars as having anything to do as a firearm accessory. You know, right. it's like, what's next? Are, are, is underwear now a firearm accessory? Because you might wear it to like be, go hunting. Your, like your how far hat. does that go? Your camo hat. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it, it's absolutely your truck. Your truck, you might drive that somewhere where you'd shoot something. Like mm-hmm. how, that's that's the kind of logic they're using to ban stuff from these platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Small businesses like us, man, crazy, it hurts. Like, crazy you know, yeah, we're still building our audience on our own platform. But, you know, um, you know, it, it definitely hurts a small business when they lose access to that much larger audience. And Facebook mm-hmm. has 3 billion people. So it's obviously a viable place to advertise if they would let you. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed like my, uh, my growth on Instagram. It's like, oh, ours is it's, crap. it's non-existent because yeah. they, they throttle my, my, my post down. Yeah, it's bad. People don't man. see it. It's bad. And our Instagram's throttled. Our Facebook's bad. Our, our YouTube's still growing, but they probably we, we put a lot of money into advertising that. So I think uh-huh. they're like they kind of look the other way most for the most part. Um, but even then, we still get censored on stuff. We had an elk calling video get censored on YouTube the other day for shocking content. They compared it to beheadings. There was mm-hmm. no dead animal in the video. It was just me and a guy like we're doing right now talking uh, on a gearbox talk, and they said it shocking was shocking stuff. Yeah, like and compared it to beheadings. Yeah. Meanwhile, they'll actually let someone post a beheading on their platform. Yeah, that's news. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, what? yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, gowild.com is nope. the... Uh, Down, download gowild.com. Yeah. That's where you okay. get the app. That's where you get the app and then the link to these tips and a lot of other great content on there. Uh, the YouTube channel is is, is go uh, yeah, wild. If you search "go wild" app, you'll find us on YouTube. We're okay. you'll look for that GW icon. You'll see it pretty quick. I've got interviews with you. I've got Jack Carr just came on. I've had Tim Kennedy. We had uh, Laura Zara from Naked and Afraid. Like we've had all kinds of cool guests on that show. Cool. We just hit fifty episodes. Uh, we'll be we're coming up on a year of doing that show here in, in June. So and there's awesome. tons of great stuff on there. Yeah. Well, hey man, I appreciate the time today as always. Uh, good luck the rest of this turkey season. Yeah, you too, man. All right, there he goes. Our good friend Brad Luttrell of Go Wild. Y'all check out the um, Go Wild platform, the app, if you haven't. You're not going to get censored there. I'll tell you that right now. It's like-minded folks. Um, But it's not because we want an echo chamber. It's because, well, Facebook and Instagram don't like our kind around, to be frank with you. Um, So Go Wild, a great place to, uh, to share your hunting, fishing, outdoor cooking, wild game recipes, all that cool stuff. And uh, yeah, you just download the Go Wild app and make a profile. Boom, you're in. Now that segment of the show brought to you by SCI, the worldwide leader in big game conservation. Proud to have them as our title sponsor. If you're passionate about hunter's rights, educating the non-hunting public, and of course, conservation, check us out at safariclub.org. We'd love to have you. Uh, unfortunately, we are out of time for today. Thanks to Brad, 
as well as Happy Wade uh, for joining us today. Thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of SCI's Lone Star Outdoors show. Until next time, I'm Cable Smith saying y'all have a great week in the outdoors. There's no telling what's in store Along with 30